Welcome everybody once again to Sig Daddy's Wrestling Show. I'm your host Sig Daddy and today we go over the reasons why WWE's ratings are so low. I've been always wanting to talk about this topic and now I get to. Let's just get it started and get it going right now. One of their biggest problems, why their ratings have been at their lowest they've been in a really long time. Firstly, not creating new stars and giving them more TV time. They're relying way too much on their part-time wrestlers like Brock Lesnar, Goldberg, Shane McMahon. Prime example was SummerSlam. Brock, Shane, and Goldberg. They were all on the card and guys like, I have 10 guys on here. 10 guys that were not on the card for SummerSlam. And it'll blow your mind. Andrade, Braun Strowman, Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, Samoa Joe, Roman Reigns, Robert Roode, Cesaro, The Revival, Sami Zayn, EC3, Shinsuke Nakamura, Eric Young, and Cedric Alexander, just to name a few. That is one, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen guys I just named right there. Fifteen guys that were not on the SummerSlam card, but Goldberg, Brock Lesnar, and Shane McMahon, who do not wrestle full time, were on the card. And that spot, their spot, those three spots could have been a lot more useful. It could have been a lot more. A lot better used, I'll say that. A lot better used. Shinsuke Nakamura, one of the biggest stars in Japan, is not even on the card and he's the IC champ. That's what they think of the IC championship right now, I guess. It's not, uh, it's, it's, not, it's not big enough. That title used to have meaning to it. That used to be the workhorse title. Guys like Randy Macho Man, Savage, Ricky, Steamboat... Just to name a few, Pat Patterson held, all held that title, and it's not even being fe- featured on a pay-per-view anymore. It, doesn't, it blows my mind. The Revival, a tag team that is very, very, very good and could be on their way out soon. Who knows? They're not even on the card. Sami Zayn, super talented. EC3, I don't know what the heck they're doing with him booking-wise because they've treated him as a joke the whole entire time when he was one of the best mic workers in Impact Wrestling. Mike, Mike people in Impact Wrestling and workers in general in Impact Wrestling. Samoa Joe, that guy has been mishandled ever since he's gotten there. I'll get more to the booking part here in a few moments. Braun Strowman, one of your biggest stars, not even being used on the card. And you know what? This, It's not like I think it's as bad as WCW because it is not even remotely close. WCW was 10 times worse. A bunch of these guys were aging guys that they kept putting in the main events. Here are some names. Hulk Hogan, Kevin Nash, Lex Luger, Sid Vicious, and so on and so forth. And... They don't elevate their potential stars. And you know what happened to those guys? They left. Chris Jericho, Rey Mysterio, and Chris Benoit. They all jumped ship to WWE. And guess what? There's guys like The Revival that are probably not going to renew their contract when they leave. 
because they've been just so poorly handled on the main roster. It's just it's just awful. I do not understand what the heck they're doing with this part-time crap because no one cares anymore. Brock Lesnar is an attraction, but he's not an attraction when you never see him on TV hardly. Goldberg, I it's a it's a nostalgia thing and it's kind of getting old. Shane McMahon just shouldn't be on TV in general. He should be away from the TV. And that's all I got on that point. And then the second part, I got into a little bit of this just a few moments ago, but terrible booking decisions. I have almost a list of 20 different things that have been terribly booked in the last 12 months. And I don't even think I got to the last 12 months, but here's, here's one. Here's the first one I have Brock Lesnar winning the money in the bank. And you know who else is in that match? Ali Andrade, Drew McIntyre, Finn Balor, and Ricochet, all of which those guys could have used the money in the bank, but, oh, let's just give it to Brock. That makes a ton, crap ton of sense. Just It just frustrates me with that kind of stuff. Next, booking Seth Rollins and Baron Corbin together in a pay-per-view match three times in a row. What are you doing? You're not elevating your championship when you have Baron Corbin and Seth Rollins in the main event of a pay-per-view, not main event, but in a pay-per-view match together for the Universal Championship three times. That is part of the reason why Seth Rollins' first Universal Championship reign absolutely tanked, and they put the title on Brock. And that's the next mistake. They put the Universal title back on Brock Lesnar. It made absolutely no sense to put the title back on him because guess what they did? Literally just about three weeks after that, three or four weeks, they put it back on Seth Rollins at SummerSlam. So what was the whole point of having Brock Lesnar win the Universal title just to tell the same story again where Seth's overcoming the odds? Uh, Don't get me angry about it. I love Seth Rollins' match against Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam, but what was the point of having Brock win the money in the bank and cash in on Seth Rollins and get the Universal title back just for a one-month reign? Next, Elias is booking in general. He's just been Shane's crony the last few months. He could have been so better utilized, and he they also did this. They also turned him heel right after he had like a three- or four-month stint as babyface. You didn't give it time at all. Booking Lacey Evans against Becky Lynch together in three different pay-per-views. People get sick and tired of the same thing again and again and again and again. you got to build up new stars. you got to have somebody different in a pay-per-view match against Becky Lynch. I didn't mind having Natalia in there, but guess what? You've elevated nobody on Raw so far that... It's WWE has not elevated anybody on Raw the women's champ for the women's championship. But guess what? Sasha Banks came back. Actually, I am happy she came back because there was literally no contenders for the women's championship on Raw right now. But uh, yeah, that was one thing I didn't like either was Becky Lynch and Lacey Evans being booked together three times in a pay-per-view match together. Lacey Evans is not at that level yet. She shouldn't be having that many matches against Becky Lynch in this in on pay-per-view. It just shouldn't be happening. And next, this is one of the biggest ones. Having Shane McMahon continuously beat full-time stars at the age, ripe age, I say, of 49, 
when he was never a full-time wrestler in the first place. He beat Roman Reigns, one of the biggest stars in the company. That is just absolutely ridiculous and stupid, in my opinion. He had him beat The Miz, and Miz has been looked like a joke the last few months. He has not really won anything. He's just been kind of, a, oh, let's host Miz TV and stuff, da-da-da-da-da. That's it. That's literally all Miz has done. And Shane continuously gets these big pay-per-view matches. And it continues still after Kevin Owens soundfully beat him at SummerSlam. It just boggles me. And then it's going to go on to Hell in a Cell, which no one wants to see this feud continue. It should have just ended the way it was. Or just had Shane get uh, get stunned about five, six times, and then he disappears from TV for a while. That's the best solution. The prank angle also. The next thing. The next thing. I, I'm getting a little off track, but the next thing. Having Drew McIntyre as Shane McMahon's henchman. Drew McIntyre should not. He should not be Shane McMahon's henchman. Drew McIntyre should be competing for the Universal Championship or some kind of bigger feud that leads to him to a Universal Championship match. It that was that was just poorly mismanaged. Drew McIntyre has been mismanaged for a while now. He has not really won any big matches. Just has not. Next, the prank angle involving the revival and the Usos. Why should are we going to have the tag titles be made to look like a joke? Never understood that. The Usi Hot thing was probably one of the worst things on TV I've seen all year for professional wrestling and oh, just for WWE in general. It was absolutely terrible, and it was the one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. You should be having a physical feud with these two and just... Let them go and have a match. Give tag teams some time. And then, next, this is also a a pretty big one too. Booking Baron Corbin constantly in Raw main events. Oh, you blame Baron Corbin for uh, the poor ratings on Raw, but you continuously book him in main events on the show. He is getting the wrong kind of heat. He's getting the heat that nobody wants to see him, to be honest. You're not. It's not the good kind of heat. You, you want a guy that gets continuously booed, but it's not the right kind of heat you were getting with Baron Corbin. He was not over with the fans at all. Another thing, not pulling the trigger on Braun Strowman at Crown Jewel last year. So, Brock... Roman Reigns has to relinquish the title. So it's Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar at Crown Jewel last year for the Universal Championship. But, oh, Baron Corbin title shot hits Braun Strowman. So then Brock dominates, wins with an F5. Brock should have never gotten to that point with the Universal Championship. Braun Strowman has not won a single, a single singles title. He's not won a single singles title since he's been called up to the main roster. Not called up, but since his return in 2016. How is that even possible? He's one of the most over people with the fans. And you've not given him a WWE title, the Universal title or WWE either title. You haven't given him a shot at either one to hold it and reign. 
but you put put it back on a part-time wrestler in Brock Lesnar and freaking hold the title hostage for the next six, seven months. Just doesn't make any sense to me. And then next, having Drew McIntyre losing against Roman Reigns in back-to-back pay-per-views. This continues with Drew McIntyre's poor booking. He should not be losing back-to-back matches to Roman Reigns. He should be up there competing for the Universal title. He is a, his look is great. He's great in ring. He's a great heel. Why don't you put him with the Universal Championship? Just blows my mind how he isn't. All right, and then moving on. Goldberg and Undertaker at Super Showdown going longer than five minutes. They went nine minutes. Goldberg about Goldberg dropped Undertaker on his neck and concussed himself. These guys at age at the ages of over fifty should not be going more than five minutes. That's why that in, those injuries happened. And then also, Dean Ambrose. What the heck did they do with him? They booked the angle of yeah heel turn the night after Roman Reigns' leukemia announced the night of. Roman Reigns is the night of Roman Reigns leukemia announcement. That was not a good move. And then just booking from then and there. And the possibility of teasing a feud with Nia Jax was the absolute dumbest thing I've ever seen. I don't know about the dumbest thing I've ever seen, but it was pretty dang dumb. I did not get that. And I really liked the booking of Nia Jax in the Men's Royal Rumble either. So you can take it. The way it is, I, I just didn't enjoy that. Those spots can be used much better in the Royal Rumble. Maybe a surprise entrant, another NXT guy or something, but not Nia Jax in the Men's Royal Rumble. Uh, next, Shinsuke Nakamura's booking in general, I touched on this earlier. He lost in multiple pay-per-views in a row to AJ Styles. For some reason, you put him in a tag team with Rusev, and then you put the Intercontinental title on him on a pre-show match against Finn Balor. Finn Balor and Shinsuke Nakamura, if that was in New Japan, that would be a main event level match. But no, in WWE, it's a pre-show match with two of your best performers on the roster, possibly. You put them in a freaking pre-show match on Extreme Rules for the IC title. Just, Just wow. Next, the lack of TV time for the Women's Tag Team Championships. Literally, the Iconics had three title defenses in four months of holding them. And guess how many of them were on pay-per-view? Zero. They won the tag titles at WrestleMania on April 7th. They defended them on April 9th, Raw. And then June 17th Raw, July 16th SmackDown, and then lost them on the August 5th Raw to Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. These titles weren't even defended on three different pay-per-views the the women could have wrestled on. The Money in the Bank pay-per-view, the Stomping Grounds pay-per-view, and Extreme Rules. They were defended on zero of those pay-per-views. They gave Sasha Banks and Bayley a one-month reign, with them, and then the Iconics hold them for four months and then only defend them three times. That shows you really care about your WWE Women's Tag Team Championships. And then 
bringing Shawn Michaels out of retirement for a match where the combined age of the wrestlers is over 200 years old. You had Kane Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, and Triple H all in a match in Saudi Arabia for Crown Jewel. You brought Shawn Michaels out of retirement, who had been in retirement for eight years at that point. You baited him with money, and he's in the freaking Crown Jewel pay-per-view wrestling a match, and it was just an embarrassing match in general. Triple H hurt himself right away. It was just terrible. And then last, but not least, having Shane McMahon win the best in the world. That can explain itself, but I'll give a little bit more. Shane McMahon at age 49 should not be winning anything at all. He should be an authority figure, and actually he should be behind the scenes at this point because we've gotten overexposure on him for the last eight or nine months. He's won the tag titles with The Miz. He turned heel on The Miz. He beat Miz at WrestleMania, beat Roman Reigns at Super Showdown. He lost in a tag match against Undertaker and Roman Reigns at Extreme Rules. And then... At SummerSlam, he got a match with Kevin Owens. And now he is continuously still claiming, oh, the best in the world. He should be disappearing from TV for a long, long time. He should be backstage. He shouldn't be doing anything on TV. I get it's a McMahon thing. But you know who's been on TV other than Shane in the last, what, two or three months? Not Vince, not Triple H. He has not been on Raw other than that one little appearance where he helped Roman Reigns out of the car when uh, supposedly Rowan hit him with the car. But other than that, Triple H has not been on Raw really the whole entire time, or Stephanie McMahon. But we get Shane McMahon every single week on SmackDown. Oh, that is everything I want when my WWE show is where I see the same guy at 49 years old getting put over by guys that should be absolutely demolishing him. They seem making Shane McMahon seem like a world beater. Doesn't make any sense. And that's it. Those were my points on why WWE is struggling with their ratings right now. They're not creating new stars and giving them more TV time, and they're just making terrible booking decisions all over the place. I gave you almost probably 20 points on how yeah, how many bad booking decisions they've made just in the last 12 months, and they're not creating enough new stars and giving them more TV time. That's just my take on it. I hope you enjoyed listening. My next show is going to be a little different. My top five matches you must see before you die. Top five matches you must see before you die. I'll give that to you in my next episode coming up later next week. If you'd like to subscribe to my podcast, I'm on podbean.com. SigDaddy'sWrestlingShow.podbean.com. You can follow me on there and get my SummerSlam and NXT TakeOver Toronto review on that. And I hope you enjoyed listening to this show. And this is Sig Daddy signing off. Thank you and so long, everybody.